Welcome to episode 3 of the Winning Program Podcast with... Dom. Yes, sir. And uh, the boss, EJ. Thank you, thank you. Yes, let's go, let's go. Alright, um, for today's agenda, um, we'll be talking about the Phoenix Suns and their emergence as Western Conference champions. Um, the Western Conference the champs. Century. And... How do you feel about it? Now let's hear that right now. Dude, I'm just excited for the team, the West Conference champs, you know. It's been a big, big, big minute, big minute since we've been in the finals, so it's going to be a good finals. Phoenix is going to be on their feet. It's, it's going to be gas. I like that. I like that. All right, so after we talked about the Suns winning the West, we're going to talk, talk, touch on the Bucks versus Hawks series. Um, the Giannis injury and how it looks going forward, and um, Trey's injury as well. These are the two main talking points right now, as we know the Western Conference is set in stone. So, without further ado, I'm going to get right into this. Right, Dominic? Let's go. The, this agenda stacked. This episode's going to be stacked. Yep. So, Dominic, remember freshman year at school? Yes, sir. The you winning program. You being a Phoenix Suns fan when your coach was Igor Kokoskov. Take me Nin- back through those memories. 1963, those are the final record. Um, bad coaching overall. Lost, yeah, lost nearly every game. Booker's, Booker's carrying too hard. The, the talent was there, but coaching wasn't there. It's a bad year. But getting Monty Williams was a big turnaround. Monty. Monty. And James Jones, new GM, getting CP. James Jones. He won a chip with LeBron. He knows what to do. Yes, sir. And he got CP, led him to the finals. CP dropped 41, game six. Leading the Suns past the Clippers, going to the finals. First time in his 16-year career, well-deserved could be a finals finals MVP could be EJ possibly possibly um so after talking about that six that 19 and 63 season sorry um we then go into last season you know the season that got cut by COVID um how did the Suns fare at the beginning of that season you know the beginning of the uh 2020 they had conf- They probably had hope. They had confidence. Because they had a new coach, you know. It's going to be a new scheme New scheme on both sides of the ball. And new players. So, yeah, obviously they, they went in the, probably went in the season with confidence. Yep. And they really exited it with the disappointment, but a Sad lot of confidence. Remember the bubble? Take us through that 8-0 run, you know. They got into the bubble after COVID, and they went on to win all eight games and come just one outside result away from making the playoffs. Yeah, I think they were the 11th or 10th. 10th, I think they were 12th. Well, I don't know what seed in the West they were before the bubble, but they went 8-0. A game away from going in the playing game. It was a it was a good bubble run. It, it led the momentum for next season. Definitely, um, the CP3 trade came in, and now you find yourself in the Western Conference Finals. 
It's pretty interesting how a franchise can change drastically between two seasons. One year, you're the worst team in the league. Two years later, you're in the NBA Finals. You beat LeBron James on your way. You beat the MVP, Nikola Jokic. Boom. You beat Paul George. Obviously, we can say LeBron was 70% healthy. Anthony Davis didn't play half of the series. Jamal Murray didn't play with the Nuggets because his ACL was torn. And Kawhi. Kawhi didn't touch the court versus the Clippers. And obviously, every single one of those injuries could definitely have changed the season. You know, um, you know, we can always sit here and say, oh, the Suns would have lost if LeBron was 100% or they would have lost yeah. if Murray was, Murray was that. But at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, Suns are in the NBA Finals because they stayed healthy and they won games, you know? Yep. Regardless of if they were the better team, they went out there, they won games. So, in the NBA Finals, it's incredible, really. It was still, like, hard competition. Paul George, he was going off in, like, in the past series, the Jazz series, and he had a few good games in the Phoenix series. So, like, 40-point games, so it wasn't easy for the Suns. Sit healthy, pull that through. Chris ball flying to the deck. Yeah. Was it once from, or from twice? Pat it Beth. was twice. I remember. Mm-hmm. Pat, Pat sent Chris. Oh, that's like second. Man, how you gonna call that man a top five point guard? Of all? Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Pat Bev a little no, too far on that push, though. Five. I think Pat Bev he could have controlled uh, himself right there. Um, yeah, but um, um, show a little more class. I do not like Pat Bev. Um, mm. I don't like him at all. But watching this series, he played his heart out, you know, and obviously that was a terrible way to convey your emotions. But, you know, stuff like that happens. Um, obviously, you can sit th- you can sit down and talk about Chris Paul's antics, you know, the flopping. Remember that DeMarcus Cousins, quote unquote. Yeah, that, 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 that was a bit of a flop. I agree. That was a terrible flop. Chris Paul wasn't touched. DeMarcus Cousins was simply trying to get the ball away from Chris Paul so he could go inbound the ball and Chris Paul goes flying like man I shouldn't even say it yeah. but I mean to touch on Pat Bev again he was he's a very emotional player so definitely definitely don't like him injured Russell Westbrook injured so many good players just yeah. a pain he's a pain but um speaking of pain Cameron Payne. Dude, Cam Payne. Dude, the Payne trains, it's still lighting up, EJ. What do you think? Yeah, the dude's a piece. Great backup guard off the bench for the Suns, you know. When Chris Paul isn't hitting his shots, the Booker isn't hitting his shots, like the offense is stagnant. You put Cameron Payne in there, he can get you two quick threes, you know. Get some momentum going back in Phoenix's favor. A really great player. Even assist-wise, he still, he still drops the dimes. Yeah, definitely. Really profits from having great shooters around. Well, maybe not great shooters, but good shooters and great spacing. Like Cam Johnson and like... Yeah, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges. Tory Craig. Trash Crowder. Oh. Tory Craig, yeah. <laughs> you could say Dario Sarge. No, Dario Sarge. Uh, Dario's, no, Dario Sarge was hitting his shots in game six, remember? Yeah. I remember, like, there were two pick-and-pops in, like, the second quarter. Sarge hit, like, two threes in a row, you know. I think the Clippers yeah. had to call a timeout after that. He was playing well. Yeah, he, he um, sings both those so shots. The Suns got so many good players. Jay Crowder's a good player. Yeah, from the three, Jay Crowder can be very good. Definitely. Like, he was... Didn't he have, like, 20 points in game six? Something like that. He had a bunch of threes. 
think I knew. Might have so, 19. Now that we've talked, yeah. Now that we've talked about the Suns winning the West, let's go over to the East real quick because obviously that's where the NBA is focusing their attention on right now. The Bucks, as Hawks. we know, and as we know, Trey Young was injured by the ref in Game Three. It was yes. Um, he went for he went to make a move, brought one leg back to pivot off of, and the ref was too close behind him, so he stepped on the ref's leg, and hurt his ankle. Now he has a bone contusion, bone bruise, isn't able to really walk on it. So we're not sure if he's going to play tomorrow. Um, going for Giannis, you know, back in Game Five. Um, what's it? Yeah, it was Game Five. Yeah. No. Wait, game five? It was game four. Game four, yeah, game four. My, it was. Yeah, it's all game, good, boss. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Like <laughs> in game four, I don't know if he was going up for a rebound, a shot contest, what happened, but all I remember is him landing terribly on his leg and hyperextending the knee. The knee bent back mm-hmm. by an angle. It's so unhealthy, but he's okay. Um, surprisingly, you know, that when they got the MRI done, there's no... Um, ligament damage, the ligaments are intact, which is incredible. Yep. So that means that he probably has a bone contusion as well, the bone bruise. Um, so it's going to be hard for him to put weight on that. So let's assume that Trey Young misses his third game in a row and misses game and misses his, yeah, that would be his third game in a row. He missed game third four game. and five. Yeah. Let's assume Trey Young misses game six and Giannis okay. misses game six. After what happened last night with the Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks going in, shooting very well from three, very well from the field, and beating the Hawks well, do you think the yeah. Bucks can close out this series tomorrow? Absolutely. I mean, what I, makes I, you feel like that? Because you saw yesterday, like this, when Giannis was gone, they still had they had uh, next. Next players up, they had, they had good scores in Brooke Lopez, um, Bobby Porter. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, 33 points, 7 boards. Dude, that, like, he was that was impressive. MVP, man. I know. Oh my goodness, that's like Brooklyn Nets Brooke Lopez, and you haven't seen that in years. And then uh, I think Bobby Portis, off, I think, you know, he started. He had like 20 plus points, so I think 22. the Surratt. Yeah, 22. So like the bench players, like Bobby Portis. Like stepped up. Mm-hmm. Andrew Holiday having a good game. Yes, yes. I think these two are going to be really important going forward for Milwaukee because if Milwaukee wants to come out of this series versus the Hawks and come out of possibly the NBA Finals with the trophy, they're going to have to have these dudes step up because your two stars can't win you every single game. You know, you need those other yep. dudes to do the defensive work, do the shooting, you know, make the timely shots. Yeah, it seemed to have thought the Trey Young, the Hawks just struggle on offense. Definitely. Um, Obviously, they did come close at the end of the game just because of yeah. how good their three-point shooting is. Like, I think Bogdanovich had 28 points last night. Yeah, Bogdanovich had a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He shot a lot of threes, made a couple of them. Um, but this Hawks team just isn't good enough without Trey Young. You know, it's rather interesting. Yeah, he's a big part in their offense, the pick and rolls, fadeaways, and the pick and rolls, the uh, floaters, yeah, all that stuff. You know, the step back three pointers. 
I mean, he doesn't do too many step backs, does he? Not really. It's just more like straight pull-ups, right? Yeah, mainly. Yeah. That's mainly Trey yeah, Star. It's really good. He's really good. So, um, with this, what would your series prediction be? Like, even if Trey Young plays tomorrow, given what we've seen from the Milwaukee Bucks, are they going to be good enough to beat the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta? I, I think, yeah, I think it'll be Bucks and Six. I, I think, hmm, I think, I think Giannis, he'll probably come back for this game. I, he might. I disagree there. I you disagree don't think he there. will? He might, you know, okay, he might not, and the, and if the Hawks are trailing, I think the Bucks will probably still win. I, I sent you that tweet, did I not? It says, let me read it, um, via Chris Haynes. I on think you said yep. There is belief Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo knee would be given the green light for a potential Game 7 if Hawks avoid gil- elimination in Game 6 on Saturday. League sources tell at Yahoo Sports. If we're saying the Bucks are going to win Game 6, Giannis is not going to play Game 6. That's what this is indicating. Giannis yeah. isn't going to play Game 6 no matter what. Probably not, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be all about a Game 7 or resting for the NBA Finals. And um, obviously in an ideal world, you'd want the Milwaukee Bucks to win this series in 7 simply for the fact that Giannis would have more time to rest if they were to sit him for that Game 7. But at the same time, you put yourself in a Game 7 scenario. It's very feasible to lose it, you know? Yeah. And just like that, you go home. So um, it would be very beneficial for the Bucks to finish off the series tomorrow. Yeah, if Trey Young comes back for Game 6, then yeah, Trey Young will definitely try his hardest, the whole team, to win Game 6 to push to 7. Definitely, but then when you have a player like Chris Middleton, you have a player like Drew Holiday. Um, Good on the defensive now side. Gonna, yes, definitely. Drew Holiday, one of the best defenders in the NBA for the past decade. Like, the, you can only name a handful of defenders better than him every year. He's yeah. a very great defender, good offensive player, a lot of talent um, and experience. But what I'm really trying to say is that when they play, because of what Brooke Lopez did, the damage that he did inside the paint last night, they're going to play more inside. The Hawks are going to try to stop the inside game more, and that's going to open up shots for the likes of P.J. Tucker, who, by the way, is the greatest three-point corner shooter in NBA history oh. statistically. Wow. You don't give him those threes. Give, give him a P.J. P.J.'s a sniper. P.J. Tucker in the corner? You don't give him those threes. And you got player like Pat Connaughton who can hit threes obviously Drew Holiday can hit open shots Chris Middleton is a 50-40-90 club member previously before yeah I'm pretty he's a great shooter he can do all this stuff so um Brooke Lopez even yeah Brooke Lopez can definitely score but if he's going to be inside the paint you know if he won't have to shoot he'll just have to score there or get the shot out to the open teammates and then I also forgot Bobby Portis who's a great three point shooter yeah percentages very well mm-hmm. so if we're saying Bucks and six that means that we're looking at uh, Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks series quickly yeah. I'm going to go on ESPN and check who has the high, the um, better record this past regular season Unless, boss, you know that off the top of your head. Well, I think Phoenix is uh, fifty-one and twenty-one, but okay. the Bucks and what's Milwaukee? I th- they're like four. Uh, I know they have like forty-something wins. I oh, think we're in the forties. 
Yeah, we have a higher seed, or like the Suns have a higher seed. I mean, yeah, it's a seed, but I'm looking at the yeah. record. Yes, the Milwaukee Bucks only won 46 games, so that means that if the Suns and Bucks series goes to seven, the Suns will have four games at home, including yeah. game seven, unless they lose home court advantage by like losing the first well, two home games. Yeah. I think that's how it works. I, but um, pretty sure. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's always possible. Well, you never know what happens. But um, obviously Giannis is injured right now. Um, and right. if his team were to make it in the NBA Finals, you know, we're not sure what he would do. I mean, that's what some people are saying. But I think I know what he would do. What do you think he would do? So, so um, before we touch on Giannis, let's go to Kawhi Leonard. We all know Kawhi Leonard, top NBA player, great player, you know. Um, yep, all-star. Kawhi Leonard hurt his ACL in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Oh. His team then won that playoff series without him playing for two whole games. They won that playoff series. So he had two games to rest, which is essentially four nights. Yep. And then a fifth night before... The next series was to kick off, you know, the Suns and the Clippers. Yeah. So he had five nights to recover. Um, and obviously, when you're an NBA player in this sort of scenario, you look around as Kawhi Leonard and the LA Clippers, you should be thinking at full health, we are the best team in the Western Conference, especially given now that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are no longer there, right? Yeah. It's the Suns. And the, and the Brooklyn Nets are out of the playoffs they were they lost in the second round the philadelphia 76ers are out of the playoffs they lost in the second round so this brings up a great chance for a healthy clippers team to go all the way right yeah but knowing Kawhi leonard and his precautionary like his precautions that he takes um his very cautious mindset i knew Kawhi leonard would never compromise his body for this chance of winning a championship. So you don't think they would have won it this year? Because of I think they I think they could have. Oh, they could have. I think they could have, but Kawhi Leonard would never compromise his body. Yeah. He was never going to say, I'm going to give myself a chance of re-aggravating this injury to go out there and play and try to win a championship or make a championship run, you know? Yeah. Even you think many people uh, said there was a chance this would happen, he didn't. You think he could have played? In the series. I think there's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Especially after, like, game three. Like, yeah, they were down 2-1, but... They, he was walking around without a brace. You did realize that, right? Yeah, I saw. Kawhi Leonard was walking around without a brace. It was probably some sort of sprain. And while, yes, you don't want to play through things like that, it's, it's, it's possible, you know? He's probably just possible. too cautious. Too little too yeah, cautious. very cautious. Um, and now this brings us to Giannis. What does As he we do? know, back in December, Giannis signed the five-year supermax extension to stay in Milwaukee. That yeah. is historically the biggest contract in NBA history until Luka Doncic signs like his sixty mil a year. Well, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be fun. Dallas. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. But currently, Giannis has literally one of the biggest contracts. NBA has ever seen. He is set for like the next 
five, six years. His family is set for life. He's set for life. Hmm. He has money, right? Absolutely. And this sounds terrible, right? But being a player in the NBA is about being part of the business. The NBA is a business. And balancing that business with trying to win, like trying to um, attain your goals, right? Yeah. Giannis's goal is to win an NBA championship. We've already talked about why he should win an NBA championship. And now that money is no longer a concern for him, he does not have to prove his health to be eligible for a contract because he is already he already has 200 what? 250 million dollars guaranteed to him over the next 5 years. It's a lot of money. What I'm saying now is that Giannis will compromise his body to win an NBA championship whether his knee is 100%, 90%, or 80% yeah. when the game one of the NBA finals, if the Milwaukee Bucks are to make it, Giannis Antetokounmpo will be on the floor. Correct me if I'm wrong. No doubt about it. I mean, like, because I think he's going to go out there and try to get a finals, to get a finals victory. Because it could have an impact on his career, so... And as we've said, um, this is an unprecedented chance for any team to win a championship, you know? Mm. You don't have LeBron James in the playoffs. You don't have one of the, the greatest big threes ever assembled, the Brooklyn Nets, yes. You don't have Steph Curry and the Showtime Warriors. You know, I, why do I call them the Showtime Warriors? The They're Showtime. not the Lakers. Forgive me. <laughs> but you don't have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, the three dudes that went on to be 73 and 9 back in 2016 you don't have that core of one of the greatest teams of all time around this is an unprecedented chance for a championship and a team like the milwaukee bucks that have been striving for this um getting the opportunity to play the phoenix suns you know no disrespect to the phoenix suns oh. but the milwaukee bucks should look at that as a tree that should be like their dessert you know they need to go after it and get it uh. because They've they've been building this team to say we have to get past Joel Embiid in the playoffs. We have to get past the Brooklyn Nets. We have to get past all the Clippers, all the Lakers. Oh, maybe the Denver Nuggets have full health, you know. And now they're in front of the Phoenix Suns. This is a chance that I don't think they'll ever get again, you know. Just don't count out the Suns. I mean, they've been doubted all playoffs. You know that, EJ. Definitely, definitely, they've been doubted, and they've responded to that. The Bucks should not take, they, they should not celebrate it too much. They are not celebrating. We're not here to say they're celebrating. I think that they should just be looking at this as an opportunity that they can't afford to take any risk in. You can't afford to say, oh, we're going to rest Giannis games one and two and then let him come back because that's when he'll be 100% healthy. No, you can't do that because what if you find yourself down 0-2? Well, the first games are in Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix, you can find good. yourself down O two. That's a problem. Yeah, maybe you'll win over a seven game series, but not with an O two start. Yeah. So that's something that I really think needs to happen. But I think Giannis Antetokounmpo will work closely with his medical staff, and now that he has all the money he needs, health is a low priority for him, and he's going to go out there and try to win the championship. That's how I see it. Yeah, he'll definitely try. I think he'll do the. He'll do the same thing, what my guy EJ said that he'll do, because he wants to win a championship. He wants to win a my championship, guy. obviously. 
the my guy. He obviously wants to win his championship because it could have an impact on his career. And yeah, not every player in the league gets a championship. So definitely, we're just predicting a, a Bucks Suns finals matchup, right? Facts. Suns go on both sides of the ball. So let's say that I'm the Bucks. Okay, you're the Suns. You're a big Suns fan. Biggest right. Suns fans out out there, you know. Biggest I'm the Bucks, fans. right? Right. So my job is to beat the Suns. So what do you think I'm going to do? Here's what I think I would do if I was a coach. Defensively, right? I Defensive. don't want to play Brooke Lopez big minutes unless it's going to be against um, Aiton, you know? Because if he has to guard anyone else, he's going to get cooked, obviously. Yep. Um, so what I think to do is the Milwaukee Bucks should have Drew Holiday guarding... Chris Paul and yeah. you can have either PJ Tucker or Chris Middleton to guard Devin Booker it'll I probably be Chris Middleton because I say either because I'm pretty sure it's going to be PJ Tucker really and why I say that is that PJ Tucker is a better defender obviously obviously Chris Middleton matches with Booker more but PJ Tucker is a better defender and you have to realize the Bucks need Chris Middleton's shot creation and offense. So having him chase Giannis down consistently is not going to work, right? Right. He's not going to have enough energy on both yeah. sides of the ball, you know, to contribute to the offense. So I think that they're going to match Drew Holiday on Paul, P.J. Tucker on Booker, and Chris Middleton will probably guard one of Mikael Bridges or Jay Crowder. Yes, that's understandable because... Peter Tucker is probably the best defender on the team, or one of the best defenders on the team. You yeah, gotta, behind you got to guard. You got to guard the. You got to the top score. Yep, um, Giannis has to take DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton's been playing phenomenal this playoff run. Um, he won the Suns Western Conference Finals. That's how I see it. Without him, the Clippers would be in the NBA Finals right now. Mm. DeAndre Ayton was incredible. Um, yeah, double doubles. He, he's insane. Yep double-double machine, so Giannis is going to have to guard him, and that means that the Bucks shouldn't be playing an actual center, which means no Brooke Lopez, and I think that gives way to Bobby Portis to then guard either Mikel Bridges or Jay Crowder, the other one that Middleton ends up not taking, you know? Um, yeah, either so or. So I think that's how you... I, you know, I'll go on. I was going to say, like, either or defense. Um, I think that's how you guard defensively. You're going to have to go a lot of man-to-man. Um, the zone, obviously, we saw in Game 5 when Paul George went off for the win in the for the Clippers in Phoenix. Um, the zone worked very well against the Suns. The Game, but, the um, game 5? Was that Game 5? Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, in Game 6, the Clippers came out with the zone again. The Suns figured it out very quickly, and the Clippers had to switch to man-to-man back right in the middle of the second quarter. So that was a short-lived experiment again, obviously. Yep, obviously. So I think the Bucks are going to have to go man-to-man and, you know, do a lot of switching on screens because if Giannis and Portis are your biggest players out there, they can switch onto almost all positions. You know, the only one you wouldn't want is, like, Portis on... The only one you wouldn't want is Portis on Booker or Paul. Everything else you'll take, you know? So yeah. um, that Bucks defense would be very switchable and... 
Um, I think it could cause the Suns a couple of problems because we all know Devin Booker really uses those screens to his advantage. Without screens, he finds it a little hard to score sometimes. That can be a little understandable because screens are a big part of the offense. So, uh, so um, you're the Suns. Who who's guarding who? Huh. The Suns. Wait, who will the Suns be guarding on the Bucks? They're saying. Yep. So, so obviously Giannis, you know, obviously Da, you know. Um, for Holiday, obviously CP. Or, yeah, yeah. I think Holiday, yeah, Holiday and CP, obviously. And okay. for Middleton, I think it. Um, I think Middleton will. I think Booker will probably be. In, wait, no. Hold on. Let me think. Bridges. Yeah. Crowder. I'm trying to think. I think I, I think Crowder would be on um I think Crowder would be on Middleton. I probably Booker would be on uh he'd probably be on probably PJ Tucker and Bridges would probably be on Porters or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. Um yeah, that makes sense. Um, my only concern is that let's be optimistic and say Giannis's knee is ninety percent. No one on the Phoenix Suns can guard Giannis one v one. You put Mikael Bridges or DeAndre Ayton there; they're not strong enough to keep up with him. Yeah, he's not strong enough to stay in front of him. He might need you double put DeAndre team. DeAndre Ayton there. DeAndre Ayton isn't fast enough. He might need double team. DeAndre Ayton has his size, but he can't. He's not fast enough, you know. Mm. And then you double team, right? But we're sitting here trying to talk about how good the Bucks shooters are. So you see how that starts to become a problem. Right. It becomes uh becomes a um revolving door of the sun scrambling out to shooters, like and then shooters on the Bucks passing up good shots for even better ones because the defense is constantly scrambling and we all know the ball moves faster than a player. Um yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see how that happens, depending on Giannis. Um, I'm telling you, Giannis is a breaking factor in this series. Um, I think Giannis plays Bucks in six. Giannis oh. doesn't play. It could be Suns in seven. So. Um, okay, understandable. Yeah, Giannis has to play. I, I think that's where we're at. I, mean, I think we're at right play. now. Yeah, where we're at right now, Giannis just got to. Giannis has to win this NBA championship. That's I mean, how I see it. Yeah, I wouldn't see a missed opportunity where he wouldn't help his team win a championship. And the Phoenix Suns have been a great team all season. Who's to say they can't do it for seven more games? Four to seven more games. To, to give Chris Paul his first title, the Hall of Famer. Yep. yep you, I would love to see it. You think he'll be top three point guard if he wins the title? I still feel you could put Isaiah Thomas over him. Not, not sure. Obviously, that's very debatable. Um, I think he would stay. He would. He would be four. If you were to give me a top four. five, if you were to give me a top five point guards, do you have a list? Or would you? Ooh, ooh. Obviously, at the top you have Magic Johnson and Steph Curry. You can switch that, right? 
but the problem with putting Steph Curry over Magic Johnson is then what about your all-time list? You know, people have Magic Johnson in the top five, top seven. Right. If you put Curry over him, are you putting Curry in the top ten? No. Like that stuff, you have to right. start to think about, right? Well, yeah, he could be actually considered top ten, arguably. He could, but um, I would still go Magic and Curry as my yeah. top two. Um, I don't know, man. Top five point guards of all time are pretty hard, you know. Got Magic, Curry, obviously. You can always, you can always say Isaiah Thomas. You no. got Oscar Robertson, um, Chris Paul. Um, there are a lot of great players. Um, Jerry I don't West. consider Allen Iverson a point guard. He's more of a shooting guard to me. Yeah. Parker was good, but I don't think at that level. Same thing with Chauncey Billups. Really good. Just don't think at that level. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have. I think my top three goes: Magic, Curry, Robertson, Isaiah Thomas, and then Chris Paul. So if he wins this championship, I think you can put him over Isaiah Thomas. That's how I see it now. Yeah, that's a that's a good list right there, EJ. Thank you. You made me do. You made me have to go back into my archive. You know, had to search through some files. Yeah, I just pull out, pull out the research, pull out the papers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, healthy honest. What's your series prediction? Healthy honest. I'm. I'm still saying Suns seven. I'm on the train big time. Um, unhealthy honest. Big time. Unhealthy honest. Suns six. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I, I think they're riding. I think they're seat. riding too hard on the train. I think they have all the momentum. I can't wait to see the series. You know, um, yeah, I can't. We wait. never expected any of these teams to be in the position that they are right now. But um, right. it's a great position, you know. Yeah, most people are the Suns out the first round to lose to the Lakers. Most people had the Bucks out as soon as they saw Milwaukee. I mean, not Milwaukee, Brooklyn coming up. You know. They said Nets in four. Or Nets in five. And the Nets were up 2-0. That's what people keep on forgetting. The Nets annihilated the um, the Bucks in both of those first two games, especially game two. And it looked like the Bucks could have folded in and said, yes, our f- season is finished. We'll come back next year. But no, they fought from down 0-2, held on against an incredible Kevin Durant with... 49-point yep. performance, 48-point performance. That absolutely insane shot in Game 7 descended to OT. The man was a size 17 shoe away from oh. having one of the greatest shots in NBA history. That could have won the game. That could have won the game. Imagine. I get goosebumps just thinking about that, you know. Chills on this line. He, it was he, can't, miss, he can't miss his shots. I know. But um, both teams have definitely defied the odds. Um, and if the Bucks make the NBA Finals, or if the Hawks make the NBA Finals, we have to realize they've been incredibly, incredibly, they've just been incredible this whole time, you know? Yeah, they definitely. Whoever makes the NBA Finals, they all deserve it. They've played so well, exceeded expectations, yeah. come down back from adversity. Um, can't wait for these NBA Finals, man. It's going to be a good NBA Finals for this year, for sure. Yes, sir. We're going to get tickets to the Suns game here in the Valley. Let's go, bro. Dude, we got to see the we got to see the Valley in action, boss. You know. 
For real. Those tickets are going to be expensive, though. I'm going to have to find a way to make a Bucks jersey or a Hawks jersey real quick, you know? Oh. I'm not here for the Suns. Just kidding. Just kidding. EJ don't rock yeah, but... with the Suns. <laughs> nah, if I go, obviously, I'm wearing my LeBron jersey. I don't care who's playing. I'm putting on my LeBron jersey. Yes, sir. Greatest player of all time, in my opinion. Is MJ Hart second? Uh, MJ is MJ and LeBron are like always going to be one and two. You can put MJ one, LeBron two, LeBron one, MJ two. No matter what, I will never listen to any list that does not have those two in there as their top two because by far those two have shaped the way the game is played. Played. Um, there's nostalgia over Michael Jordan's game. He yeah. is influenced so many after him i know there's going to be nostalgia after lebron james time is done here in the nba but we've all seen what he's done it's incredible those two are top two in whatever order regardless of your basketball opinions i think it's because it lasts so you long can't put in the it any other way their fight lasted long in the league have nba titles yeah, yeah you gotta add Gotta add more, LeBron. I, uh, I think he will next year. We'll we'll see what they do in free agency. Yeah, we'll see what they do. They gotta they gotta go from the ground up. Amen. Oh, and also one last question because I've seen this one circulating around. If Chris Paul wins an NBA championship and Finals MVP, should he retire after that season? After oh. this season. Yeah. Let's say he wins an NBA championship in the next two weeks. That's when it's probably going to be finished. I think I in think he should. Weeks. I think he should stay till his um, what's his con? Well, he was going to make another contract. I think if he signs that, he's going to opt out though. But wasn't going to go like a hundred mil deal. Well, didn't he want that? You know what? I've been thinking about this, and I think it makes perfect sense. You know, what? Chris Paul has been injured in his career lost chances to go to the finals he's underperformed severely in his career lost chances to go to the finals right as we know he's choked before it's no surprise everyone has at this point um but if he is to but if he's able to win an nba championship man you know he wins that championship when if he lifts the finals MVP over Devin Booker. Sorry, Devin Booker. Sorry, DeAndre Ayton. If you lift the finals MVP, that's a perfect way to send yourself off. Casting into the, casting into the, um, I don't know, the sunshine. You know, the valley sunshine here in Arizona. 120 yes, degree weather. Love it, bro. You know, there's going to be so much nostalgia over that. He'll easily jump Oscar Robertson on the charts for many people just because of the way it would happen i'm not saying that's right but just because of the way something like that that would be like a like a big ending, big comeback you know? like that i feel you yeah that'd be like the storybook ending they'd be like yeah it's over it's over we're done but i honestly th- I, honestly, top three. I honestly think he'll stay a couple more seasons after though and then yeah probably retire solid solid i, I like that it's a solid idea too yeah well, with that, we're going to be wrapping up this episode of the Winning Program Podcast. Episode 3. Like, sorry, already on the third episode, man. On to more. And another one. Man, where's DJ Khaled when you need him? Another one, DJ Khaled. Another one. Yes, sir.
But all right. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you later. Thank you for listening, guys. Catch us for episode four. Thank you for listening to the winning program. Go Suns. Go Bucks. <laughs> all right. See you guys. <laughs>